It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What is going on, black and white sports fans? Happy Monday. Uh, Hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Monday here. And uh, looks like the YouTube gods decided not to send out notifications uh, this morning. Uh, We we, we didn't even use, did we even use the notification yesterday? I think maybe one. Uh, Yeah, probably one. Now, as far as our regular notification, I just got something. Yep, that's us. Yep, I just got it now. We didn't get a 30 minute reminder though, but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't remind anybody. So yeah. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully, um, my audio is not popping, made a few minor adjustments. So if I start popping, you know, let me know. Um, but, uh, happy to have Rhodes here as always on the channel and we got some interesting topics, but please smash the thumbs up button. If you do not mind, uh, to let uh, YouTube know that we're here. Uh, we're closing in on 80 people uh, watching the stream uh, right now. And uh, get those thumbs up buttons uh, going right now. And if you would like to watch the whole entire show after we're done, click the join button, become a member. And that way you have access to the full show. The full show will only be for uh, YouTube channel members. So click the join button uh, right now so you have access to all of the uh, the live streams. But uh, what's going on, Rhodes? How you doing? Nothing. Uh, actually, really good NFL weekend. I mean, the NFL uh added those wild card games, and it could not have gone better for them. Two overtime games for teams trying to get into the playoffs. Somehow, some way, they got the Steelers in yesterday, and uh, yeah, we were talking. We were talking about the fact that uh, a lot of classic teams in the playoffs this year we got raiders steelers packers niners cowboys um very interesting very interesting uh so as long as they don't as long as they can keep the social justice crap out of it maybe we can enjoy some football your uh your cowboys play my 49ers this weekend yep my wife is a big 49ers fan i mean a big uh cowboys fan so it's going to be a house divided this weekend and uh, good luck to you guys. Do we know the schedule yet? Yes. The Niners uh, and Cowboys play that premium uh, 3.30 Sunday time slot. Okay. Because there's so, a Saturday games, there's Sunday games, and there's a Monday night game. Yep. So NFL is going to be dominating the weekend. And, of course, you got the national championship tonight. Uh college football, Alabama, and um, and Georgia. You would think I'm just really all ready for that and all fired up and everything, but 
every time I've thought about it has been when you brought it up the last day. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it. I, I mean, that's I'm a big college football fan, but um, maybe it's the fact that we're just so busy or whatever. But you know, I'm not that fired up. I'm pulling for Bama tonight. You yeah, know, I'm gonna I'm I'm watch pull the game. for Nick. I'm gonna so, watch the game. Yep. I think I think oh. Alabama uh, will. I think they'll take it. I think they'll take it. But Georgia, man, they have they haven't proven that they can beat Alabama really when they need to. So we'll see. I think it's going to be Bama. I think it'll be a closer game though than than it was in the uh, SEC championship game. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, let's acknowledge the chat. Who do we have here? Matswell, Jacob Freedom is here. Uh, Alex Charamo is here. MPC is here. Uh, Frank Farkash is here. Richard Phillips. Uh, Patel Ron Sitz. Kim Ron. Uh, Steven Nungare is here. Giambi is here. Epstein's ghost is here. <laughs> and that's pretty funny. Joe Bob Tarheel is here as well. Thank you for joining. And once again, like I said before, if you would like to watch the whole entire show after we're done, click the join button, become a channel member. So I guess with that being said, we can jump into our first topic here. And that would be the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, Tom Brady and Gronk, probably the best uh, tight end quarterback combo in uh, NFL history right there. I'd say that's a valid statement. Yeah, yeah pretty valid right there. Yep. Um, well, Gronk is a whole lot richer because he hit some milestones. And uh, Tom Brady actually, the the game, I don't want to say that the Tampa Bay necessarily had it in the bag, but they had a 14-point lead. And uh, Bruce Arians was going to have Tom Brady uh, sit out the rest of the game. And Tom Brady said, oh, no, you don't. Because he wanted to ensure that his good friend, uh, Gronk, ended up uh, reaching um, a milestone so he can get his money. So check this out, guys. Boy, he had a big game. Yeah, Gronk looked like prime Gronk right there. Maybe he was motivated by that money, too, but... uh. You see here, Tom Brady refused to come out of the game until Grunt got his $1 million bonus. Now, it was actually two separate uh, $500,000 bonuses that uh, that he hit. Says Sunday's Week 18 game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Carolina Panthers had the potential to be a lucrative one for tight end Rob Gronkowski, and Tom Brady was extra determined to make sure the payday happened for his longtime teammate. Uh, Gronk went into the game with the possibility of hitting $1 million in incentive bonuses. All Gronk needed was seven catches, 85 yards, to hit two separate bonuses of $500,000 apiece. While Gronk hit the yardage bonus early in the second half on a 42-yard catch, he remained one reception shy of that final bonus with under seven minutes to go in a 14-point game. And the Bucks were about ready to pull the starters at that point with the number two seed locked up. Well, Brady wasn't wasn't uh, coming out of the game until Gronk got the full 
one million dollars. And let's uh, let's play this clip here. Funny. You guys can actually uh, see a pass. You know he's not going to try and hand it off. But when you could do either, the running backs like, okay. You, you saw right there. You said I ain't coming out. If you can, if you can read his lips, said nope, I'm not coming out. I'm not taking. You're not taking me out. <laughs> Let's see who has. Oh, look at that look, man. That boy, he he gave him that look. Like, don't even think about it. I'm not coming out. Tom Brady's been pulled from the game. That's what it was. They wanted to get him. It was what Tracy had talked about it. How much was it? It was a uh, half a billion dollars. I would have came out from up here. I mean. So he had who, to take Who was care. calling that game? <laughs> Tony Romo. Jim Jim Nance had the Wuhan oh, okay. virus. Okay. Says so Tony Romo and somebody else. I don't I don't remember uh, who he was. But kind of funny, man, that uh Tom Brady wants to make sure that Rob Gronkowski got his extra five hundred K. Of all weeks. <laughs> of all weeks. So now, funny. We come to find out that one Antonio Brown was upset that he wasn't getting enough targets to actually uh, reach his bonuses because he, he actually wanted um, his bonuses to be fully guaranteed. And the butt said, no, now even Grant's bonuses weren't guaranteed. He actually had to hit those uh, incentives. He actually had to go out there and play to reach yep. it. Now, yep. Antonio Brown guess he thought otherwise. And, um, he ran off the field. So right now I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown is probably pretty pissed off that, wait a minute, you guys gave Gronk enough targets to hit his bonus, but me, oh no, I'm not on the team anymore. What do you think of that, Rhodes? Man, at what point does uh, Antonio Brown decide to make this racial? <laughs> I, I, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I mean, I, I, I feel like he's in the starting gate right now. Well, Maybe Shannon, he wa- Shannon Sharp has already said that uh, Antonio Brown's getting a pass because um, he's black. Right. He said his black black Buccaneer leaders will not call him out because of race. But look, he's I cannot imagine he will not make a statement about Gronk getting his incentives and him not. But look, I, I fully believe Tom Brady would have done the same thing for Antonio Brown had he acted like a good teammate went back in the game he he had two games he had yeah. a game a game and a half to and I believe hit. he would have easily hit those incentives he would have easily hit those incentives absolutely absolutely and I mean he did this to himself that's that's what all this has been about from the beginning anyway he's firebombed his own career from his own doing, you know? Right. Uh, so, but I, I will be shocked if he does not make some kind of a statement, either Twitter, Instagram, something involving Tom Brady, making sure I can hear it now. Oh, Tom Brady hooked up his boy. Gotcha. See, that's what I'm talking about with Tom Brady. He's taking care of his guys. Well, dude, you were one of his guys. Well, think it is, man. Think it is. Antonio Brown had already thrown Tom Brady under under the bus a few days ago. So some people may be speculating that, um, well, Tom Brady wants to send a message to Antonio Brown by making sure that Gronk 
got his money. I 100% believe that. I can tell you that right now. Do yeah. I do I think he wanted Gronk to get his incentives? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I think that uh that he was sending a message? Absolutely, because yeah, he could let the backup go in there and just throw one pass to Gronk. There is no player that gets more motivation out of being pissed than Tom Brady. Yep. You you make him mad. I mean, he's shown it throughout history. He has hitched his wagon to something a team does, something a team says. Uh, ever since everybody passed on all the way to the sixth round, he finds a new chip to put on his shoulder to go out and hang it to somebody. Do I think he would he would give the double middle fingers to Antonio Brown? As a side note to Gronk getting his incentives, absolutely. Absolutely. He's sitting back. In fact, Tom Brady is probably sitting back right now praying a playoff team signs Antonio Brown now. he. I mean, I don't believe that would have been the case a week ago. But after he came out and ran his mouth on a personal level about Tom Brady, Brady is gnawing at the bit. Man, they threw a touchdown pass to Le'Veon Bell yesterday. Okay? (laughs) A former Antonio Brown teammate with the Steelers. I mean, good God. I mean, when you turn Le'Veon Bell into somebody that contributes these days, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. He he hasn't contributed to a team in I don't know how long. Three years, maybe? <laughs> That's crazy. I was, I was just looking to see if um Antonio Brown cleared waivers. Apparently he cleared waivers uh three days ago. Now, is it too late now for a playoff team to sign him since the regular season is already over? Well, yeah, you know I did yeah. that video. Well, um Well, maybe. The only Look, at this point, the only two that I could think that would have waited this long would be uh, somebody that's got a buy, which would be Green Bay or um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And I don't see Mike Vrabel putting up with his ass at all. So he's done for the rest of the season. I would say so. Yeah. He's done. So they haven't. I don't think he's going. Now, Rhodes is speculating that maybe Jerry Jones would actually want to do something, but uh, well, look, Cedric was it Cedric Wilson showed up big yesterday, showed up real big uh for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, the so, Cowboys. Um, was it yesterday or oh maybe it was Saturday? Was even, Saturday, yeah, they played. Saturday. Whenever wasn't he like ten for one twenty five or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> you just lost all of your sound for like three words. <laughs> I don't um, know what happened. I don't know what happened either. It just, it just, uh, it just paused. But, uh, Weird. I was saying that, uh, I was saying that the Cowboys had actually exploded on offense two of the past three weeks. Cause you know, they had that 
gigantic game against uh, Washington. What was the score of that game on Saturday? They scored 51 to 24, I think. Yeah, something, something like, like that. Something yeah. right in there. Uh, yeah. Should look, to be fair, both teams had a lot of defensive players out of the game from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know what that means, but I mean, it's a thing. Uh, I don't see the Eagles going very far. I don't no, think so. No. I don't think. Yeah, because uh, Tampa Bay plays the Eagles. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to end up uh, winning that game. Of course, it's going to be at home. And now the lowest seed remaining will end up going and playing at, at Green Bay. So I'm thinking if um, the Cowboys win their game, the Cowboys are probably going to play Tampa Bay in the second round because Cowboys are the – they're the three seed, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I think they're the three seed. So both teams win, then they they should end up uh, playing each other. That'll be fun. That'll be fun to watch right there. I'm interested to see how it turns out. You got the Cowboys just moonwalking on, on Sunday, don't you? I don't know about moonwalking. I think they'll win. Really? Okay. That, that, that defense is legit. So's ours. Yeah. <laughs> to find out. So's ours. Yeah. Good luck, Dak. <laughs> Good luck, Dak. <laughs> All right. Look, you can you can get us on the back end. Our secondary is weak. Our secondary is really weak. But if yeah. we run the ball and control the clock and do all of those things, because, you know, I mean, do you have the Cowboys or the Rams as a better team? Um, We beat them twice. We beat the Rams twice. I always kind of figured that, that the Rams were kind of fool's gold because the media was all, all hyped about the Rams, you know, beginning to see that's the team to beat, man. They beat um, the Bucks. Oh, that's the team to beat right there. And then I, I, I was saying the whole time, I don't trust Matt, Matthew Stafford. No. Yeah, his numbers look good and everything, but I don't know, man. Well, you're right about that. I mean, until Stafford proves it in the playoffs, there's some real doubts there. Yeah. There, there are some real doubts there. I've said, you know, everybody always talked about how great a quarterback he was, but look, I sort of judge quarterbacks on how you can elevate the team around around you. And Tom Brady always elevated lesser teams in New England, especially mm-hmm. on offense. He never had a ton of weapons. I mean yeah. – he, you know, Gronk and Edelman, sure. Well, he had a tight end and a slot receiver. But, um, you know. Stafford there had was Megatron. A, he couldn't do nothing. A lot of losing seasons in Detroit that mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, where, when, how did he ever elevate his teams in, in Detroit? I'm sorry, but I look at those Detroit teams, and I truly believe if you dropped Aaron Rodgers or if you dropped Tom Brady on those teams, they would have won 10, 11 games every year. Yeah, yeah, maybe not a Super uh, I Bowl, mean, but definitely. But hell, look at uh, look at Tampa Bay before Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, I they mean, were wor- they were worse than the Lions when it comes to record wise. You know, Tampa Bay was getting close though. The the two years before Brady showed up, they had amassed all the talent everywhere except the quarterback position, and they never uh, had a winning record. Right. The Rams got to a Super Bowl with freaking Jared, Jared, Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah, can we 
finally put the Jimmy Garoppolo is only as good as Jared Goff shit to bed, finally. Can we put that to bed? Because Jimmy went out there and uh, shook the haters off and then went home and screwed the prom queen after that game last mm. last night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, once again, John Lynch, thanks for trading away three first-round picks for Trey Lance. God, <laughs> it kills me. I can't Speaking. stand when teams do that. In, in When they trade up that many picks to get a quarterback – Let's see, that happened with Sam Bradford. Um, that didn't exactly work out. That happened with um who'd that happen with? Carson Wentz. Well, he's with the Colts now, and they're sitting at home too. So um uh, yeah, Jimmy was good one half. He also has a ligament torn off his bone on his thumb. Jimmy Garoppolo showed out the second half of that game. Man, yeah. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Well, we got our first super chat here. Speaking about Jerry Goff, the artist formerly known as Woke Hogan for $5. The Rams got to the Super Bowl with uh, Jerry freaking Goff. How much do uh, we really need to trust Stafford to get that stat team to a Super Bowl? Now, if he gets to the Super Bowl, I don't think it diminishes uh, – Jerry Goff, because Jerry Goff got into the Super Bowl as well. I mean, do you... No, it doesn't diminish Jerry Goff, but Jerry Goff is not good. <laughs> He's not good. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's make sure everybody knows Jerry Goff is not... Where, hey, hold on. I'll tell you where I got... Uh, I've got my, uh, my QB ranks here uh, right quick. I've got Jared Goff as the... Number 30 quarterback out of 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. This is exactly what I said about him. Jimmy G with less talent. Clutchness, question mark. Where is his killer instinct in clutch time? Excelled under McVay. Maybe a future journeyman stopgap. Big outlier year. He feels like Blake Bortles. <laughs> that's what i said about that's what i said about jared golf that is absolutely hilarious man and we got one more super chat here and um we'll jump to our next uh, topic here uh trent johnson for 499 thank you for the super chat it could be worse you could uh, be my Falcons stuck in cap space hell because we have tried to reload retread since 2016. To me, man, they have never gotten over that, that collapse. Never. They haven't. They haven't. But they showed some heart this year. They, yeah, did. they did. They did. They did. Yeah. They is it is it look, time to move on from um from Matt Ryan from Matt Ryan? Yeah. Um. Well, to give you some kind of context. When, with me talking about that trade a minute ago that the Niners made, do you know how I would have really liked for them to have approached that? I would have rather seen the 49ers went out there and flipped a sixth or a fifth to Jacksonville, got Gardner Minshew as a backup since Jimmy G was injury prone, a guy that is arguably a starter, in Gardner Minshew, or flip the third to Atlanta 
from Matt Ryan to back up Jimmy Garoppolo. And then you've got somebody that can come in and run Kyle Shanahan's offense. But the only reason the Niners ever selected Trey Lance is because Jimmy G is injury prone. I can't argue with mm. that. He is injury prone, period. Um, Michael Amato, $5. Good morning, gents. Do you guys think the new NFL playoff system makes them better or just more watered down? I think it, I think it does water down some. I believe that the only reason why the NFL did this is because you got Monday night football playoff, um, addition. That's going to be huge for the NFL. Yeah, but look. You had a bunch of NFL owners yesterday. At the end of the day, they're moonwalking around. It was the best decision they ever made. They had the last two teams trying to get in. Both go to overtime to get into the playoffs. It could not have worked out better getting those extra teams in there. And you had teams that were literally still in contention. I think something like 26 teams had at least an outside shot at the beginning of last week of week 17 to get into the playoffs. And then at Uh, that, the teams that were already in the seating wasn't set in stone. Exactly. It it worked out. It forced forced teams to play. It forced teams to play. And get ready because within five years there will be eighteen games. That's going to be a thing. Well, that was so, a speculation before last season that they wanted to go to eighteen. Yep. So, yep. um, they would love twenty. They would love twenty. Ooh, that's a lot. They're, that's a they're lot of games. They think twenty. It might be twenty years, but they'll get to twenty. Well, look, they went from fourteen to sixteen, now to seventeen. So. Maybe in another 20 years, they'll jump up to 18. Who's their competition? Think about it. They just stole an extra week. Actually, an extra two weeks. They added a game, and then they pushed down the Super Bowl. So they just stole an extra full week from the NBA, which yeah. really wasn't competition any anyway. But think about this. They took over the landscape. They pushed it an think- extra week. The NFL they, stole Christmas Day from the NBA. Oh, it's over. It's, it's a wrap. Over. <laughs> they stole Christmas Day from the NBA. Think about that. You Look, you could put on the Jaguars and the Browns on Christmas Day. And, and it's going to destroy as, the NBA. As long as they put it on an actual network channel like Fox or CBS or somebody like that, it's going to double, maybe triple up the NBA. Yep. Think about that. Yep. Think about that. Crazy. We got, a, we got 500 people watching. Please smash that thumbs up button if you do not mind. And speaking of uh, Antonio Brown, we kind of already talked about him. We have another story here about Antonio Brown and uh, a vaccination card. <laughs> Rhodes, Rhodes had brought this up. He wanted to talk about this. This is funny. Antonio Brown signed fans COVID-19 VATS card before final Bucks game. And I believe it, it was a kid, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> this is pretty funny here. Antonio Brown was, uh, was uh, quite the crowd pleaser before his uh, last game in a Buccaneers uniform 
smiling from ear to ear, taking selfies and even signing a fan's COVID-19 vaccine card. TMZ Sports is told AB was in the best of moods when chatting it up with fans in front in the front row at MetLife Stadium hours before his infamous shirtless exit from Sunday's game. As one fan put it, he was the most down-to-earth guy and couldn't be nicer. But while some spectators sought regular autographs, one fan went one step further and asked AB to sign his frickin' Vats card, and he obliged. I believe it's this uh, kid right there. First of all, why in the world are you carrying around your Vats card? Now, we know... Well, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but the uh, the Jets don't play in New York. They play in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. Does New Jersey actually have regulations like New York? Don't they, they have actually... basically the same protocols as as New York right now? But I don't I don't know if they got to carry around a VATS card to actually get into the games like you do in a if they were actually in New York. I'm not really sure, but. Mm. Think it is. This is the craziness we're living in. People are actually carrying around their vaccine card. Think about that. Now, I'm pretty sure we've all had some type of vaccine. I'm not talking about, you know, just the COVID vaccine. But maybe you got the measles, chicken pops. Why in the world are you carrying around your vaccine card? You don't get a, a flu shot card. I mean, no. I get my flu. I get my flu shot most years. I think so, I've had two flu shots in since two thousand four. Oh, I really? Ever, no, I don't ever remember getting a card. Not last year was the first year I times. haven't got one in a long time. Um, and that's because I heard the flu plummeted. Oh yeah, it um, it, it disappeared. Remember that? <laughs> it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, well, it dis it disappeared like COVID around a BLM rally just yeah. vanished right into thin air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I carry the middle finger card. <laughs> uh, I, I think good. it's funny though. The, he's signing his kid's VAT scene card. It's, Look, I aside from Antonio Brown being a complete knucklehead, a complete uh, venomous snake in the locker room and in the league. All of that aside, that drama with him and the vaccine card was utterly ridiculous and it was utterly ridiculous from the side of the nfl i mean their covid protocols are just stupid they're yeah, just very, ridiculous very okay it is I, I, I look the whole damn league is littered with guys with fake vaccine cards oh shit i'm not supposed to say that out loud uh allegedly allegedly <laughs> the whole league is probably littered mm -hmm. with cards that may not be up to par in fact a while back they speculated that maybe as many as like 75 80 100 players might have been in the same boat as antonio brown and i think it's awfully telling that the league said oh we're not going to investigate any other teams we're not going to investigate that, any that, other that teams. was interesting you know that the nfl came out and said oh no we're not going any further because Deep down inside, they probably know. Like, they already knew about Aaron Rodgers. They knew he didn't get the jab. They knew that. But they find the uh, the Packers once were leaked out to us, you know, the the fans. We found out that uh, 
he wasn't jabbed and he wasn't following the protocols. NFL already knew that he wasn't following the protocols. All of a sudden, when the public finds out, then they find the Packers. Think about that. Yep. Think about that. They know yeah, they know there's what, other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, they absolutely know. Yeah, they knew about Aaron Rodgers the whole time since before the season. A lot that of the was, media knew too. Oh, Florio said he had known for like seven weeks. Yeah, before it ever came out. Yeah, I mean the whole basically everybody knew. Everybody knew. Right. Uh, that that Aaron Rodgers. It was the media that didn't know. Like the 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 journalists that come into the press conferences they're the ones that didn't know okay right. but the true hot shots around the league uh yeah the insiders they knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated they knew yeah, that they they knew they knew yeah uh let's get it to a couple of more uh super chats that have uh come in and we got uh Justin uh uh Pellier for 4.99, I believe the Dolphins firing Brian Flores was a big mistake. What do you guys think about their decision? And I believe you had already uh, kind of mentioned that too. I think it was a horrible mistake. I can't figure out what the Dolphins are doing. I mean, the Dolphins beat go? New England twice. The nine England and eight went eight and one, eight and one down the stretch of the season with Tua. With Tua as their quarterback, <laughs> okay, eight and one, and they treated this guy. Think about this: this is the kind of clown organization you're dealing with down there in Miami. You treated Brian Flores like Adam Gase. You did the same thing to him <laughs> as you did to Mister Cocaine Eyes, Adam Gase, looking crazy in the camera at his press conference. And do you realize? Immediately, as soon as the story came out, it started coming straight out of organizations all over the all over the United States that now need a coach. Brian Flores has jumped to the number one candidate that is not named Jim Harbaugh. The yep. number one candidate. He's about to turn around and get another job. That quick. He's yep. going to turn no, around and get another job. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, Connor Akers, $5. Speaking of A.B. signing stuff, I got him to... Signed my hydro flask one time at an ESPN televised high school football game. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is that is kind of funny. Thank you uh, for the super chat. We got a few more that uh, just uh, popped in. Let me refresh here and uh, get to those. YouTube seems to be moving a little slow here. John Bartolo, the host of the John Bartolo show. What's guys, up? go and subscribe to his channel. We were on Sports Wars together a couple of weeks ago. Sends $10. AB is the guy who shows up uh, the party drunk when everyone wishes he just drank with us. Kind of like the guy who shows up with the heroin. He just takes it too far. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that one guy yeah. back in the day. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, trucker, trucker marker, USA $5 Raiders beat the referees in the NFL last night. I guess we're going to be talking about that ending, uh, too. I, I missed it. I went to bed, but I woke up this morning. There was a whole bunch of controversy, um, uh, behind that because now the Steelers are in the playoffs. Yep. I'm, I'm not exactly sure to all the details. I didn't read up on it, but, uh, 
uh, Rhodes, we'll probably talk about that after we get done uh, reading these Super Chats here. Okay. And uh, John Bartolo, once again, $5. Brian Flores being let go is the best thing for him. He will parlay that into the Raiders job or some uh, something a step better. Now that, that's a, Rhodes is basically saying he's going to be the second biggest name out there. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. to get and, a job. And, and look, and if he fi- if if we find out that Harbaugh's not leaving Michigan, he'll be the number one name out there. So um, we always got to remember Harbaugh may be trying to play that into more money with Michigan. You know, it's a great way to do it. It's a great way to have leverage. I'm going to make a call. I'm going to say Brian Flores ends up as the next Vikings head coach. But if he was smart, I'd go take that Denver job just in case they land uh, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Because they got a lot of talent on that Denver team. A lot of talent. And by the way, guys, as expected, the Jaguars get the number one pick. <laughs> we'll see what they actually we'll see no what surprise. They actually do. Yeah. No surprise. Now, as far as the ending goes, Rhodes, to uh what was the whole scenario since I kind of missed what happened last night? I was well, I I finished that game this morning. What exactly is controversial? What did I miss? I, I guess I'm I, I literally like just a, got done like with one it. of those games ended in a tie. Both of those teams would have went to the playoffs, and that would have eliminated oh, the Steelers. I believe yeah. that's the scenario okay. what would have happened. Well, the scenario was essentially both teams could have just knelt, kneeled down, and if it would have ended in a tie, they both would have went to the playoffs. And the As Steelers a fan, would I don't want to see that. As a fan, no, I don't you don't want to see, see, see it. I want my team to go and win. Win the you game. Can, you got to ask yourself, uh, well, I do too, but if you're the coach of the Chargers, did you do what your organization would have liked you to do exactly today? I mean, your goal is to make the playoffs, especially as little as the Chargers have made it, not to mention you could probably cost your owner a good bit of revenue from them not going to the playoffs. So if you're the Spanoses, which don't they don't have a great reputation, but if you're them this morning, are you sitting back going, you cost us a playoff game, period. You cost us a playoff game. Yep. You know, as an organization. I, I don't want, look, there was a scenario yesterday where if the Niners lost and the Saints lost the Niners would have still made the playoffs I didn't want that I didn't want to back in I wanted the Niners to go Mm. win that game yesterday right I did you know so I wouldn't have liked I don't like that backing in scenario I don't yeah me neither okay let's go ahead and let's jump over to a bit topic here and Novak Djokovic, as you guys know, Novak Djokovic is in the People's Republic of Australia. And you guys know, man, they have their people living in terror, absolute terror of the Wuhan virus. Now, Novak Djokovic is confirmed. We found out because um, his um, whole thing went to um, went to a court and a judge um ruled over um, his case because he had his visa revoked because he didn't get the shot 
but he actually had the virus a month ago. And the Australian government, the prime minister, I believe, revoked his his, uh, visa. So he's been stuck in this uh, immigration detention hotel. And the judge said, no, you can't do that. He provided everything that you guys wanted. So therefore, you must release him. So Novak Djokovic right now is a free man. He is actually free to go out into Australia and play in the Australian Open. But there's a catch to it. Things are probably not worse than ever for Novak Djokovic, okay? There's a stick sticking point here. Uh-oh. Because the judge ruled that you must release him now. That doesn't mean that he can't have his visa revoked again. And there's nothing that the judge can do. So, here we go. Um, it says here, um, the, it says a government lawyer, uh, Christopher Tran, told the judge that the immigration minister, quote, will consider whether to exercise a personal power of cancellation. That would mean that the nine-time Australian Open winner and defending champion could face deportation and could miss the tournament, which starts on January 17th. It could also bar him from the country for three years. Wow. Wow. This thing could get really bad here. So Novak Djokovic is going to be 35 years old. And guys, if you don't watch tennis, that is really old in tennis years. And, of course, Nadal is still playing. Uh, he's 35 right now, and Roger Federer is 40. But I, I believe Ro- Roger Federer, he's he's washed up. But those guys are anomalies playing this old. Back in the day, man, if you were 25 years old, you were done as a tennis player. Right, right. But I remember. Yeah. There is no way in the world that I believe Novak Djokovic, if he's banned for three years, the greatest champion at the Australian Open, I don't believe there's no way in, no way in the world he'll win another Australian Open, not at 38 years old. There's just no way. So let me ask you a question. How do you think the citizens feel by the fact that they they he could theoretically actually play yada, yada, yada when you consider what's going on to them right now? I'll say they, this, man. If you're an unvat citizen in, in Australia, if the government lets him in, doesn't revoke his visa, and he's allowed to play. If I'm an Australian citizen, I am pissed off. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't have the jab, so you're going to throw me under lock and key and tell me I cannot go out at all except to go to the doctor or to go to the grocery store. I believe that's the only places they can go. I'm going to be very, very mad about that. And I understand that from... um, these citizens, but also I believe that Novak Djokovic shouldn't have his uh, passport um, revoked, his visa revoked, because he can get the jab. But I understand both sides of the the the, the story here, because the government in Australia went completely insane. They went completely insane. So if if the Australian um, minister, I can't remember his um, his name off the top of my head, this immigration minister. If he does not revoke Novak Djokovic's visa, it's going to be a problem. 
is going to be a serious problem. Okay, so we got a comment down in the uh, Roar K says that the police pepper sprayed Novak supporters in Melbourne after the after they arrested him after he won his court case. See, actually, I see her. Um, what is that about? Did actually I got the, that uh, pulled up here too? Okay, okay, and uh, I need to stop that. that. That's taking another sinister turn. Yeah, there's a video clip here where Novak Djokovic supporters clash with police following Australia visa decision. So there's a clip here. I don't know if this is where they actually pepper spraying them, but uh, oh, it is, it is, it is. Uh, police pepper spray Novak fans as they swarm a black Audi leaving the car park, assuming it's Novak. So let's play this here. Oh, yeah. And that's crazy. <laughs> wow. Think about the world. This is taking in, a ter- real turn. <laughs> this, this is all is taking a real crazy. turn. All of this for a virus with a 99.9% survival rate and a virus now that is causing pretty much mild symptoms at this point. It has come to this. Did anybody think we'd be in this position two years later? I mean, this man is under lock and key, at least he was, in a detention center because he didn't want to get a vaccine. And look what's going on in Australia. It's it's absurd. It's absurd. Uh, people better take note. What did I say the other day? You better take note of what's going on in Australia, because if it was up to many in leadership right now, this is what would be happening here. I mean, it's political theater. It's all political theater, but if you don't mind who you elect in and don't take note and make educated votes. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to end up like this, except I'm not sure we're going to take as kindly to it as they have. But here, here's, you know another, I mean. here's another part to this thing, man. Nick Kyrgios. He's a tennis player also. I believe he's Australian too, by the way. Nick Kyrgios tests positive for COVID-19 a week before Australian Open. Is this man being banned from participating in the Australian Open? No, he's not. He's not. Because he he's vaxxed. Because is he vaxxed? Oh, God. He's I mean, what, what did I just say? Political theater. Political theater. <laughs> now, he's vaxxed, okay? Now, of course, if he's positive, you know, they're not going to let him uh, play. But uh, Nick Kyrgios can miss the Australian Open after testing positive for COVID-19 a week before his home Grand Slam. Yeah, he, he's Australian, so they can't kick him out of the country. The 26-year-old withdrew from the Sydney uh, tennis classic on Monday and use social media to reveal his positive tests. Uh, hey everyone. I just want to be open and transparent with everyone. The reason I have to pull out of Sydney is because I tested positive for COVID. He wrote on an Instagram story. Uh, hey everyone. 
I just want to be open and transparent with everyone. The reason I have to pull out of Sydney is because I tested positive for COVID. I'm feeling healthy at the moment and have no symptoms. I wish everyone all the best and stay safe where you can. If all goes well, I will see you at the Australian Open. But one thing he has in his favor, he's Australian and he's gotten a jab. So there's no uproar about him. I mean, Australia at this point, I guess they don't realize that um, whether you got the jab or not, you can still spread it. You can still spread it. You're not supposed to say that out loud, Mr. Matrix. Well, that, ask, that's, a, ask, ask that's, a vi- that's a violation of code uh, 2.14 of the leftist playbook. Hmm. Flag on the play. Well, yeah. how, did, how did AOC test positive? <laughs> Fully jabbed and boosted positive and she was in the she, free state of florida she went into that drag show they were passing out covid walking in the door <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's boy. funny oh boy <laughs> oh man god that's so funny uh, oh. oh okay let me ask is anybody in australia in the chat how is the majority over there are they is the majority in Australia a bunch of woke leftists? Do they support this? And it's only like, in other words, is it 60-40? Is it, you know, 55-45? Is it 80-20 that support this crap? I mean, what's the breakdown over there exactly? You know, like I said the other day, I got le- I got lefties on my Facebook that are still freaking out over this transformer variant, which is mm-hmm. like having a mild cold at this point. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna come out the other side with this thing called uh, um, you know <laughs> natural immunity. That's a powerful Our, that's a powerful vaccine. I hear a natural. I told, you my, I told you my my brother had the transformer variant. All he had was a cough. Man, after like four days or so, he's good. Now he ain't exactly in spectacular physical condition either. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh yeah, oh here's the new thing we're supposed to be scared of: Deltacron. Deltacron. Yeah, the Fluorona too. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that's the new hybrid, Deltacron. You've heard that, right? Well, I've heard of Fluorona. I haven't heard of Deltacron. Oh no, Deltacron's Deltacron's a thing. A a a, a scientist revealed it the other day that really? it's a high it's a hybrid of Delta and Omicron. Wow, yeah, it's but, it's but it was un- is, Omicron is wiping out Delta. It was unleashed by Megatron to kill oh, off God. Optimus Prime and the Autobots. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! It. Deltacron is actually the one flying out of uh, Soundwave's chest now. It's not it's not Ravage anymore. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. Oh, uh, shit. Next story here, man. This is pretty Good. crazy right here. Um, the L.A. Clippers, their sideline reporter took a massive fall. And uh, Rhodes didn't actually uh, see this. I actually showed him the clip. Uh, before uh, we went live, God, man, this is I was brutal. Like, Damn, 
this is this is pretty bad right here because the fall man she could have broke her face man she really could have broke her face but uh blow this up a little bit uh clippers reporter christina pink slips and falls after post-game interview now the player that um she's interviewing here now she's in high heels by the way guys now High heels on a basketball court is probably not a good combination. But what you don't see in this clip is, I believe, um, Amir Coffey, he actually uh, hit a bit shot, and the Clippers actually won the game. His teammates come over and throw water on him. Water in a basketball court don't go together. Right, Rhodes? No, negative. You will, you will, uh, you could theoretically hurt yourself in that scenario. Uh, really bad, really, really yeah. bad. So, check and see what happened to her. This is pretty, pretty bad. Um, so you know, we just went to practice, went to film, uh, buckled down on what we needed to do, and uh, came out executed. Go dry off. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Clippers are winners, one hundred six to ninety three. Oh, that was bad, man. Because if you look here, she hits her face, I believe. God. Bam. That that wasn't no Ric Flair uh selling job either in the middle of the ring fall over face first that was no brutal you actually hear her face her face plants and you hear that wet slab of meat slap yeah. the the court you know woo that'll wake you up <laughs> yeah probably not the best idea for those clippers players to throw oh. water on their teammate Manny Lamont says from downtown. <laughs> I mean, she just somebody, yeah. Uh, who who just uh, chat jumped on me here? Uh, Candyman, yeah, she, she's dead. She dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she works for the. Uh, she does sideline for NFL too. Yeah, yeah, Def- definitely racist flooring. <laughs> Oh man, funny! <laughs> so that's how Pacquiao feel. <laughs> and that was pretty bad, though. That was really, really bad, right there. Oh, female Nate Robinson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not oh. even laughing at this woman, man. But that was that's that was good. a brutal fall, right there. Oh, I mean, just a brutal fall. That phantom stone cold stunner, I'll leave you. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave you in on the on the mat. So funny. Well, yeah, I mean, why has it got to happen to somebody like Christina Pink? Why couldn't this happen to LeBron James? You know, somebody wholesome and and pure like LeBron James. Why couldn't yeah, that considering, happen? To- you know, he's trying to get a uh, Glenn on uh, concert fire right now. So, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if anything has happened with Glenn. Car- Let me look it up. Because I'm wondering now, is he has he faced any punishment? I don't see any. Uh, oh, he apologized the, uh, four days ago. 
<laughs> the Drago, if she dies, she, she dies. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're big Rocky <laughs> Four fans, so that, huge that's, Rocky Four fans. Yeah, huge. Yeah. I don't see any new updates on Mr. Concert. So we maybe you watch maybe he's party on Rocky Four. Can can does the sports channel would it qualify to do a Rocky Four watch party? Maybe we it's, should ask the it, chat. It's a sports movie. It's a sports movie, yeah. It's my favorite Rocky movie, too. But which version should we watch? No, we ain't watching that new version. I hadn't watched it because you said it was terrible. I'm not watching it. Actually, you know what? I, I ain't like wasting it. my time. Actually, you know, I like it now. What? I like it now. I do. It's not It's not as bad as I thought it was. It's just, uh, it's just different. It's huh. just different. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have to. Maybe we'll have to do that. Um, but uh, we got a. We could do a, a different of, Rocky movie every week, actually. Yeah, we That'd got a uh, two two more topics here. Juicy Smoothie, oh, one no. of his uh cohorts in uh you know the whole uh fake hate crime thing. Well, one of the Austin Darrow brothers now has called out Jake Paul. Uh, he's coming for him. He wants to, he wants uh, Jake Paul to step into the ring with him. Now, unlike Jake Paul, now I didn't know this, but, uh, Bola Olsendaro. He's a boxer. Is, he, he's actually he's a, boxer. A, real, a real boxer that fights real boxers. That's right. How, how many boxers has Jake Paul actually fought? That'd be zero. Not many. Not many. Yep. Uh, Jake Paul challenged to fight by Bolo Osendaro. I'm coming after you. And that's a bit dude, too. That's him right there. Uh, Bo- Bola Osendaro, one of the brothers at the center of the Juicy Smoothie scandal, has a message for Jake Paul. Think you can fight? Well, I'm coming for your ass. TMZ Sports talks to Emmy M- Bola, a.k.a. Bola, about his burgeoning boxing career. When the conversation turned to the problem child, quote, kid rocks more like the great white hype. And I want you, Jake Paul, I'm coming after you and we're going to wipe, wipe the hype. Osendaro then had a message for Paul, quote, quit, quit running. It's time for you to face a boxer. I'm not too advanced. You probably uh, started before me. So we probably have the same amount of experience. What are you running from? Oh, <laughs> he said we got about the same amount of experience, except, except this guy is mm-hmm. been actually fighting boxers. Look what this says, Mr. Yeah, Matrix. Yeah, yep. Team he, USA he, Boxing ranks him number one as a 189-pound fighter in their in rankings. The rankings. Yep. That's and right. He all he also took a shot at the opponents, Jake Speeden. Quote, stop going after old washed up UFC fighters. They're not boxers. They don't they don't want to box you. Leave them alone. Jake, I don't think Jake Paul's gonna do this. Jake, Jake Paul is an entertainer. That's that's what he's doing. You know, the Nate Robinsons, the uh uh Tyron Whitley's, he's the old washed up um MMA fighter. That's not a boxer. Well, 
I one thing does worry me though. He also told us he recently fought four nights in a row, winning all by <laughs> un, unanimous decision. Dude, dude, you're gonna be slurring in about another week if you don't slow down. Well, how many uh, rounds was it? I wonder. I, I hope he stopped everybody inside like 30 seconds or something. Uh, wow, you're gonna have to slow way down, or you're gonna have some brain damage. You're gonna you're gonna be acting like Antonio Brown out there. Uh, with your CTE. <laughs> uh, See, he's fighting um with headgear too. With headgear, yeah. I don't know any of these yeah, boxes. That, uh, that Team USA, they fight. I think that's headgear. Oh, it says this, but the 24-year-old YouTuber turned undefeated boxer, who just brutally KO'd Tyrone Woodley, isn't the only one on Bolo's hit list. He's also got his eyes on a couple of other well-known fighters. Uh, we'll fight Tommy Fury. We'll fight Julio Cesar Chavez, Anderson Silver. Um, see, I'm naming real boxers or people who actually do stuff in boxing. We'll fight any of them. And eventually down the line, we're going to fight Canelo. Well, Shit. you'll get destroyed by Canelo. You're, you're out your damn <laughs> mind, too. Yeah, Tommy Fury would probably knock your ass out, too. So I probably... At least he's trying to fight real boxers. You know, he's not trying to, you know, to do these gimmick things, but. Hey, Jake Paul, man, he he's good at what he does, entertaining. He's still not a legitimate boxer. I believe he's making a boxing a farce, um, if you ask me. Uh, I believe I believe for a while now that Jake Paul, he's doing a disservice to boxing. It's pretty bad, you know, when Jake Paul gets more pub than um, actual boxing. Bernie, 7044, a channel member, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Paul better get COVID real quick if this guy's coming. <laughs> oh shit, that shortness of breath is <laughs> that shortness of breath coming. Oh, <laughs> this, cat this cat sounds, sounds like Mister T and Rocky Three. <laughs> Clubber freaking lane twenty twenty two. Oh man, yeah, probably he's probably referring to that scene in Rocky when Rocky gets a statue and um and uh Clubber Lane calls him out talking about you fighting all these um. These bums, uh, people like that, you don't want to have the title because of politics. I love that scene. That's one of the best scenes. Well, in Rocky. hold on now, boy. You better put some respect on Spider Rico's name. I swear. <laughs> Spider Rico can hit. Spider Rico can hit, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But Jay Paul, man, he need he need, he needs to fight some real boxers, man. It, it's becoming a joke right now, an absolute joke. So, yes, guys, check your subscriptions. YouTube is routinely unsubscribing people. Yeah, yeah, they're doing that thing, man. And we, YouTube does these weird things to where we'll have like month, like we had a month where we got 25,000 new subs. Yep. And we'll put out videos we'll, and we'll get like 3 million views in that month. Let's say like April, 3 million views, May, 3 million views. We'll get 25,000 new subs in April, and then we'll get like 3,000 in May. That doesn't make any sense. So I I certainly have my theories behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We got one more topic for you guys, and uh, this is going to be about Leah slash Will Thomas. Didn't Tommy Morrison die of AIDS? Yeah, yeah, isn't that AIDS. right? Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 
Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, Leah slash Will Thomas in this last video because it's over. Well, at least in this uh, one uh, meet here. Did not go well for Leah slash Will Thomas. Penn's transgender swimmer lost to Yale's trans transgender swimmer in a hotly contested women's Ivy League 100 meter race. Now, the person they lost to is a biological female who is transitioning to a male. But apparently this person is not on hormones. So take that for what it's worth. But apparently, apparently, yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Transgender swimmer Leah Thomas, who has been crushing her competition since joining the women's swim team after three years swimming as a biological male, met her match Saturday in the 100-meter freestyle during a tri-meet with Yale and Dartmouth. Thomas won the 200-meter and 500-meter races at Penn's final home meet of the season, but she finished sits in the 100-meter where Yale's Isaac uh, Heenig a transgender swimmer who is in the process of trans transitioning from female to male crushed Thomas Henning finished the 149.57 while Thomas touched the wall in 52.84 quote. I wasn't prepared for that. Everything is messed up. I can't wrap my head around this. The NCAA needs to do something with this. They need to put science into the, the decision and discussion. A Penn Swim parent told the Daily Mail. We're supposed to trust the science, right? Of course. That's except what I keep the, hearing. Except when the science doesn't fit the narrative, of course. Mm, interesting. In the 400 freestyle relay, Thomas was beaten yet again by Hennig, who swam his leg in 50.45 to Thomas's 51.94. And this is their... Uh, pictures right there. That's uh, Isaac here on the right, right there. Uh, spectators in attendance told the Daily Mail that Hennig, who had um, his breast removed, won the 50-yard uh, freestyle and proceeded to pull down the top of his swimsuit. Okay. <laughs> At a female meet? Okay. My goodness. Oh, dude, I actually, unfortunately, because, you know, I told you I shot this video yesterday, but I forgot to turn my damn camera on. Yeah. And, um, well, I forgot to hit record. Um, there are pictures of that out there, by the way. No, I don't want to see it. No, well, it, you don't want to see it. You're right no, about that. No. You're right about that. But uh, this is what we're supposed to believe here. In June, Hennett wrote in a New York Times column, that he wasn't taking hormones and would remain on the women's team. Quote, as a student athlete coming out as a trans guy, put me in a weird position. I could start hormones to align more with myself or weight transition socially and keep competing on a women's swim team. I decided on the latter. I value my contributions to the team and recognize that my uh, boyhood doesn't hinge on whether there's more or less testosterone running through my veins. At least that's what I'll try to remember when I put on the women's swimsuit for the competition and am reminded of a self I no longer feel attached to. Wow, I've got a lot to say about this, but I can't say it on YouTube. 
<laughs> well, okay. Well, let's start with the fact that there's actually so many transgenders in the sport now that they're actually competing against each other. Okay. <laughs> now let's, let's start there. There are so many, say it out loud, transgenders that they're actually starting to cancel each other out in NCAA swimming. Yep. Just one sport. Just one sport. Swimming. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, where do I start? Here. I mean, are we really supposed to believe that uh, Isaac Henning isn't taking anything? Are we really well, supposed to believe that? Especially when you consider that word coming out of this meet was that Leah Thomas was winning the events that she won. She won. It looked like she wasn't even trying. Right. Said some of the parents that came, that was at this meet. It was like she wasn't even giving an effort. In fact, I mean, there's sort of like some speculation out there that 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 maybe he was coasting for this. I, I need to make sure I don't say she. That he was coasting through this event, uh, just trying to like. I don't know, get to the, get to the next meet or get to the championships or bogus championships or whatever they're trying to get to right now in competition. And yeah, it's sort of hard at this point to believe because isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? This is always a key. I'm making a transition from female to male, from female to male. But I decided to just do it socially, but not medically as of yet, so I can stay competing against females. Well, hold on now. If you're wanting to make the change, how come you aren't brave, stunning, and courageously running out there to compete mm -hmm. against males? Right. Is it conveniently because you're going to get your doors blown off? By when you get down there against males, even when you start getting your testosterone shots or whatever it is, if you start testosterone for a year, no, she is coming out. He is, yeah, she that is I'm right. Confused. Good I'm God, confused too now. <laughs> I need a scorecard to keep up with biological uh, pronouns. <laughs> it's always that way, it's always that way. But the male, the punk, yeah, I'm gonna say it, the punk goes over and jumps in the in the water with the females because he knows he can dominate. That's how this always works. We never see it the other way around, ever. And that's calculated. Uh, nobody will ever convince me that is not calculated, that you're making a decision to go compete against females. It's sad, man. It's calculated. And, and we've seen that. What is what is the track and field one? One star. He is it. CC Telfer is that the track and field star? Oh yeah, uh, it may be. As a male, I believe he was literally like three hundred and eighty seventh in the world or something like that, and then goes over and starts competing against females and starts blowing them blowing them off the track you'll never convince me that's not calculated 
yeah. as a way to dominate competition. Never. Not only that, but you know the media is going to jump out there and celebrate you as brave, stunning, and courageous. Exactly. You're going to become this big social figure and make all of this extra money on the side. I'm sorry. Uh, so much of this crap, it is a plan. It is a plan. Yep. Now, I don't know what that says about you, that you're okay to go and do this and look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, you really want to walk in front of the mirror and you're like, oh, yeah, man, I'm I'm the number one female in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Well. I think we covered all our topics here, Rhodes. Uh, any other final things before we wrap up this show, man? I mean, we might as well we might as well end on dudes dominating females, I guess. Yeah. In swimming. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty Wearing much. a wig. Man, that dude looks like freaking Christopher Reeve with a damn long wig on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. And also a reminder, guys, this show will go to members only when we click click uh, in broadcast. So if you want to watch the full show, make sure you hit the join button. Also, um, um, we're going to be doing members live stream Saturday. Are you down with that? Sat Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Um, so uh, click the join button. We'll have that combined with the members on the website as well. And um, we usually have a lot of fun on those. We talk about any and everything any and everything. So uh, click the join button. I'll get, grab a membership on the website. While I'm thinking about it, guys, make sure you go over and subscribe to black and white network for political videos. Yeah. Yep. Politics. Those, those member live streams turn into politics easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we try to cover everything, but it is almost mainly politics on there. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't make up the topics. We just roll with, whatever you guys want to talk about. So, all right, yep. that's going to wrap up the show. You guys be safe. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central standard time.